0: Ayo, post packs podcast guys. We're finally recording it. I'm really excited, actually.
1: We're we're doing the PPP.
0: This is the post the PPP. The PPP. <laughs> post- P- it's P- like the KKK. The
2: f- better, <laughs> but better, but uh, better. In what way? Well, My question it's exactly. not
1: a bunch of white people it is (laughs) it's pretty much the KKK (laughs) now we're gonna have to cut this out
0: All right, welcome to the post PAX podcast. Uh, our original thought was to do a pre PAX podcast, what we're excited about going to see, and now this is the post PAX podcast after we've already been to Boston, been to PAX East. Uh, this is basically us talking about what we were excited to actually be there and see, and and what was our favorite stuff, and uh, just how to trip. I one. like, I like what we were excited to be there. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> uh...
3: Did I, did I say that? attacks all around. You did, okay, but that's okay, Chad. We forgive <laughs> you. <laughs> Some of us. You know, Some of we us, had to the push others. this
0: podcast off to really late tonight. and Oh,
3: and so it's, you're really tired.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of tired. I woke up early this morning. so
2: I can't do that. I worked for 29 hours yesterday. Holy you crap. can't say that because it was multiple days, but you get the idea.
0: I get the idea.
3: What if you actually worked 29 hours in one day? That would be impossible, unless you were traveling time zones. Yeah, I mean, you
0: can seriously just, like, if you consider yourself being awake for 29 hours and that's your day, like, you can say you worked for 29 hours in one day. Now, technically, 24 hours is a day. So, or you could just be like, hey, yo, laws, 24 hours suck it. 29 hours is my day.
1: Anyways. The PPP, (laughs) all right. (laughs) Let's
2: start this PPP. (laughs) So, now does I anyone else have a problem with it being the PPP? I
0: I do, but it's fine. My, my I'm, I'm gonna move on from this. I I can my grow problem, as a person.
1: My problem with the PPP <laughs> is that could be the pre-packs podcast, uh, but no, this is the post-packs podcast, which is also well, the PPV. So we're maybe, not like
0: the
2: NP PPP. Yeah. the not pre, but post podcast. Or it could or be we the, the it APP. Be, it could be the A.
3: It could after. be the EPP. Mm-hmm. The X packs podcast. Uh, but I was gonna X-PAX, say after. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
2: Pax people were just, you know. Well, I mean, because we're probably A-P-E-P? gonna go back. Well, what about
3: what about E P A P X Pax attendee podcast? Well, mm. you have to do Pax East, so A P E E.
4: What if we just did pre PP and post PP? <laughs> <laughs> what if we just didn't do winner? This?
5: The
1: pre PP <laughs> chat. You don't like the pre PP. Oh, the pre PP and the post PP. Uh, you know what? I used to have problems with pre-PP. Yeah. <laughs> now I have problems with post-PP. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is going to be this a struggle. This has really gone to hell.
0: Alright, okay. yeah. so... We actually, I'm. Just, I can't. Even, I don't know how to start this now. After that, I'm done. No, we just jump into it, man. Yeah,
3: dude. Just t- tell us about the questions we came up with.
0: Okay, so Aaron so diligently sat there and wrote on his text keyboard on his iPhone, probably, uh, some questions for us to go through iPad? You did this on iPad? No,
3: no. I just wanted to whisper that.
0: Oh, okay. So, anyways, the first question that we're going to tackle, we're going to take it head on. We're going to grab that bull by the horns. uh, Is what was the best booth? Now, we had some questions about this question. What does it mean to be the best booth? Is it the best booth there, as in design wise, or is it the best booth that you experienced? That's up to you guys. But we're gonna answer it the way we think.
1: I still don't know how to answer it because I don't know if it's supposed to be like the best designed booth or the
4: okay. best booth. Like, I want to have the most fun at. It's your favorite. It's like how Dota Two is the best game.
0: Yeah, <laughs> almost. But... But
5: yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, loosely, yeah. I guess. Okay.
4: And then people, people are trying to be like, well, if you're saying best shooter, no, I'm saying best game. IMO, Dota Two. <laughs>
0: So the glorious thing about this is, Travis, your name starts with a T, so you're going last.
4: Wow, we're going alphabetical? <laughs> I venical? really was
0: hoping it starts with a
1: T, so you're going first.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. But, oh, um, wow. I was ready okay. for this that, is... and then we always, me. We always go down the list and mumble. I hate yeah. going
3: down the list and mumble, because that means I'm first. Let's start bottom first. Travis, why don't we just start in the middle and go down and then wrap
2: around? Ooh. Ooh. I Wait, always like the, <laughs> exactly. the wrap around. Start with who and then wrap around? I don't know, whoever's in the middle. The in-out algorithm.
0: Uh, That would be me. There's only five people here.
2: Silicon Valley side.
0: You start, Chad. Go ahead. All right. So I've had a lot of time to think about this. And in that time to to think about this, I didn't think about it at all. So I'm going to come up with something right now. Wow. Uh, I'd say the best booth was the faded one just because of the fact that I sat there for so long. (laughs) <laughs> Just waiting by myself. This seems
4: like a negative.
0: Uh, yeah, no, but that means best in chat. No, school. it's because <laughs> this
1: is such a stupid question.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, let me let me explain uh, what faded was. And it's F A T E D, not faded. Like I'm fading away, but it's faded. Like I have a fate that I need to take hold of or something. I don't know. I don't know how to explain. Good to know. That. Uh. But anyways it's a it was a vr demo um basically i waited there for like an hour and a half two hours because of the fact that that they had like a carriage and like uh horse straps um what are those called uh reins those are what those are called definitely called horse straps yeah you got it one dude awesome (laughs) anyway that sounds right so uh when when inside this vr you're you're riding a, a horse carriage and uh, you're going up a mountain and, and you're kind of it's kind of just like a look at the world. It's pretty. Um, and in the middle of it, this giant starts attacking you. Uh, so you start going faster and the wind picks up. And so like the fans start blowing a little bit, you know, that are in the room to get you into that experience that like, hey, this is VR. You're in a different world. Um, So that's what I waited two hours for but didn't get to experience because I decided to opt out of the other hour that I was supposed to wait Uh, and I took the controller experience where they handed me an Xbox One controller and said have fun and I did I looked around uh, and it was it was a lot of fun just to experience VR for the first time um, because I had never done a VR experience before that. So that is my favorite booth.
1: But that now you have first... a five in the room with you. hmm
0: Yeah, and I just tried that too. Uh my I, I should have said Gears of War 4 is my favorite booth, but I think that's a cop out with me, so Yeah, yep. what a cop
1: out.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: Caleb you. Um Oh, we really are doing the Caleb, wraparound. You. Yeah, <laughs> we're
3: we're wrapping all of these because there's a lot of questions. <laughs>
1: there is. There's like what, nine? So
3: I really liked a couple of Only more there was booths. one question we could cut out. Um, Shut your mouth, Travis.
2: The We Happy Few booth was actually super uh, cool stylistically. Like, they did a lot of really cool stuff, I thought. It looked good. I never, I never actually even spent at any it. time there because I am in the alpha for the game. Yeah. Um, as far yep. as games, though, Due Process was amazing. Mm. And I could play that for hours. So, so that this one was is my great.
1: problem with the question. That would be my... Like one of my favorite games, but does that make it the best booth?
4: I don't but we know also have a That's favorite why game. Okay, Did I have both. this game listed for best booth and best indie because yeah. <sighs> for different reasons for each one. I put it for best booth because all those guys there were super friendly and super talkative and they really wanted to tell you all about their game. That due and, process? Yeah, and they talked yeah, yeah. to us forever about you know their development and how. And- he was going to put in a crouch animation and then he was like, "Nah, I'm just going to have him go through the floor a little bit." And we'll definitely all this talk stuff. about
1: that game. I'm sure when it gets to best game,
3: right? Yes.
4: So that's the reason yeah. why I put it for best booth though, not because of the game itself.
3: What well, What did you identify wait, wait, what what did you identify as best booth, Caleb? Uh do process. Few and due process.
5: Okay. For There's the same reason dual- duality. Caleb? All right.
3: For different reasons. Okay. You- what was your reason for best booth on due process? The game was awesome. Right. That Travis. Yes. Man, <laughs> the question is unclear. I know. I know. They're just general. Travis, what was what was the best booth? Now, much
1: like a beautiful woman. Oh no. I think the best booth at PAX was uh the Outlast Two booth. Uh, mostly because I was not allowed to experience it, <laughs> and it was hidden. It was shrouded in mystery, and I can only imagine what it was like inside. Wow! Um, wow! My favorite, my favorite booth, like actually, was probably the what was it, Mirage?
4: Uh, I almost just put
1: that. Yeah, just because how simple it was, but how like well it tied into the game and how open it was, so people could like just gather and watch. Did Good you like mm-hmm.
5: Mirage?
1: I hated the game. <laughs> but
0: the booth was cool. But the booth was alright. Okay.
1: Now, Mirage, like, is anyone going to talk about it, or should I talk about it right now? Because I don't uh, think that was anyone. Yes, yeah, you go ahead. Mirage is pretty much chivalry with magic. I think the the way the dude there explained it was like twenty five percent magic and seventy five percent swords and stuff. Uh, I've never played chivalry, and I'm never going to now. <laughs> uh, because of this game, I played as the mage because that's what they added. I was like, okay, let's play as the thing they added uh and i could not kill anything the spell casting was so clunky it did no damage from what i could tell and all you had to do was like get mauled once by a sword and you're dead so uh no yeah i couldn't get game into that a game no
0: either i think if i was able to sit down for a longer period of time like without the distractions of everybody walking around uh maybe in more than one round yeah exactly maybe i could get into it and and possibly like if there was a ranking system to where people of my skill would be there because i feel like the people that we went up against had been there like the entire week just playing that game or weekend my bad (laughs) just playing that game and i'm just like i you you played the mage right uh i played all the classes
1: so i mostly stuck on the mage and the auto the auto attack or whatever not the special abilities but the auto attack is just casting spells i guess you're shooting balls of Magic. Maybe, I don't know. And it's so freaking laggy. Or not laggy, but there's just such a delay just from when slow. you click it yeah. to when you cast. I could not hit anything. It was the mm. worst. I don't know
0: if like the sword play is the
1: same, but that just wasn't fun.
2: I had good luck with the rapier girl. She was really good, really strong. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. fast.
0: I can't help but notice that there is no best line. Uh. Best line. <laughs>
4: real, real quick. On Mirage, I really like that game.
0: I do too. Man, that was real quick.
3: Excellent. Counterpoint
4: to all of what Travis said. It was fun.
0: <laughs> if I had to say yeah. best line, I would definitely say all the men's rooms.
1: Mm, wow. <laughs> I'm so glad that's not a question. Let's move on. All right.
0: Aaron.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to agree with Travis. I think the best booth was actually Outlast, even though I didn't get to experience it. I oh. thought just the way it was laid out was really intriguing. I've yeah. never even played the first Outlast and I was excited about the way they set up the So the, I never new
1: explained one. how it was actually set up so you can go ahead and actually say uh, what it was. It
3: essentially looks like an old like a small version of an old barn except it was all squares and it was like it was falling in on itself and you kind of you kind of walk through this little hole into the inside of this booth but you couldn't see what was going on. All you see what, saw was this sort of mysterious green light. And as oh, yeah. Chad experienced, the booth was um capped and then capped. Um yep. and the line was capped again and you so know, it was one of those booths that
1: the line goes around the booth and mm-hmm. as soon as it like makes a belt around the booth, they uh have a uh enforcer standing there with a no more people sign. Chad, I want you
0: to I want you to tell your story about going up to the line and then going back to the line. All I know is I stalked out last booth like Sweet Lou stalked skate park chicks. That's all I'm saying.
1: What? So who's (laughs) Sweet Lou? (laughs) Never mind.
0: I I withdraw the question. Okay, so for those of you who don't know Sweet Lou he will be i guess linked in our yeah, description I'm looking it up now. thing. Um, Please do. but anyways, I I wanted to play that game so bad. I wanted to experience the booth, not even the game. Like yeah. and I guess that's why like people are saying you know, you know from the podcast right now that that booth was so amazing is because it just made you want to like even if you didn't know anything about Outlast or didn't want to play Outlast, you looked at that booth and you were just like I want my body in that booth. Uh, and so, you know, I kept walking around and just, you know, I I made it a like a point to like walk directly by Outlast every time just to check it out to see if the line, but no, it was capped all the time. So I walked up to the, one of the, you know, people, um, enforcers that were there uh, and I was like, hey, the line's capped. I've been around here like 20,000 times. Like, how do you get in line? And then she looked at me and said, I don't know, don't know if they're opening it again. <laughs> and then I came back later and there were two new people sitting in line. <laughs> so, yeah, it just, you couldn't get into the Outlast booth. Mm. Uh, if you were um, a normal person who wanted to experience the rest of PAX, uh, I'm pretty sure you would have had to uh, like pitch a um, tent like right next to Outlast if you wanted to get in there.
3: Obviously, you don't know <laughs> the way to grease the line enforcer.
0: Just I, okay, give him a so little honestly, cash money. I, I'm pretty sure I should have just gone and talked to the chick with the laptop because I'm pretty sure what they were doing was they were like put, uh, writing down numbers and stuff um, and like texting people, hey, Outlast line's open. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. It was cool, though. Uh, the Outlast booth was, was pretty cool.
3: Yeah, it was, it was cool looking um alex you gave your yeah you gave yours because you said due process was your favorite booth design
4: yeah but i had another one okay go (laughs) ahead uh my other favorite booth for kind of the same reason i said due process is my favorite was monarch black because it was just this one little tiny station with one little dude is making his game and that dude was awesome freaking us for a long time about his thing yeah Yeah, travis is
1: there who was the other guy i think it was uh brendan yep this guy was from New York, and he's just—we were just talking about freaking games, and that's what I like about Pax. You can just talk to the devs and just chill. Mm-hmm. I think he was talking to Brandon then, about who's the freaking panel they went to, or you guys went to, I guess. What the—the the guy that made
4: the story time one?
1: No, the no. the first panel, very first panel of Pax. Yeah, story time. Yeah, story time. Jonathan, oh, Jonathan, Blow. Okay. He Jonathan talk, Blow. He was talking—he was talking about all the Jonathan Blow games that he reviewed, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he was just super down to earth, super chill. Game sucked. Yeah, man. From what I saw.
4: I thought that game was neat. And also like after I got done playing it, he was super concerned about asking me what I thought and like getting my critiques and like what did I think of the controls and how did it feel and all this stuff. I thought that was awesome. That's
1: the freaking best thing about PAX,
3: right there. they the best
1: thing about the indie booth, at least.
4: Yeah.
3: Okay, so... Let's uh let's jump into like maybe okay this is like a most ridiculous or worst so maybe two sentences most ridiculous or most just stupidest booth similar to Smite last year uh maybe I, two sentences I, I guess kinda,
0: okay so I kind of want to start again I guess but I Whoa. I kind of think the Overwatch booth was just kind of stupid because of the fact that there's already the beta going on and then. Like you, you're getting the game soon. So why are you gonna like waste hours? Like not even like the amount of time I waste that faded on trying to play that game.
3: Caleb,
1: well, <laughs>
0: Caleb, what's your excuse? <laughs> Wait, Caleb, did you go and play out Overwatch? No. Okay, yeah. good. Good.
2: He's just. No, was just he was going, just moving. I was just people. going with the two
3: sentences thing. We were going quick on this one. Yeah.
2: Well, Ark had a giant dinosaur. That's pretty ridiculous. Oh, so I, was so. I wasn't
0: even thinking that way. <laughs> there you go. And that that game's out
2: and free. Yes, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that's also in line I... with what Chad was saying.
1: Valid. I was gonna say the same thing. Just because, like, the... <laughs> last year the most crazy thing was uh, Smite, and there was a huge evolve monster, mm. and then Ark got both of those things this year. Yeah. They have a giant T Rex, and it's already out and
3: free to play. Congratulations, Ark. Uh, oh. mine was a mine was a tie. Two different booths. The first one was the Wargaming booth, which is there every year, and I never understand it. Oh, the the <laughs> For some the reason Tanks tons of, of people play that game or whatever. Yeah, I, I, Yep. Nope. Anyway, so the second one was the Overwatch booth that had a Lamborghini in it. Mm. What? I don't. The Uber. The Uber. watch. The Uber. Yeah, did you what? see the oh, yeah, Uber Watch, Google. Aaron? It was Uber Watch. Yeah.
4: There was an Uber that was uh, Lamborghini that That's was all Overwatched up. There was also one that was
2: a very big truck and it got in a crash. Hey, I oh. can actually oh. upload <laughs>
0: Wait, a video of the Uber Watch if you want oh. to link that.
3: I would love to link the Uber <laughs> Watch. <laughs> Jumping back to Kit, what 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 cra- what? So
2: yeah, the Uber the Uber one of the Ubers was a big truck and it had all the Overwatch stuff on it and it got in a crash in Boston.
1: You know what's a know. really good idea is to have a big truck in Boston.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good idea. Valid point. Also, the drivers of
2: the Ubers, well, at least for the Lamborghini, was Tracer, which I think is cool. That was a
0: I kept saying in the video, like, oh, there's a girl driving that. And then, like, after the fact, I realized, <laughs> oh.
3: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Wait, if you called an Uber from the center of PAX. Did you like get an acceptance from them and then you got in the car and they drove you outside of the building to where you're going? So from what I saw, there was two Lamborghinis.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think they actually moved that one from the show floor. Oh, okay. but there was another I... one
2: chauffeuring people. OK, because I kept yeah. seeing yeah. the one outside and I'm like, way. Yeah. And I think the Uber Watch only ran between two like specific locations. Oh, like packs okay. and another spot. I don't know where the other spot was. OK.
3: Makes sense.
0: Alex, hey, we uh, we raced the Lamborghini on foot and won. Yeah, we did. So, don't <laughs> it was it because of traffic? traffic. So parked in traffic. <laughs> don't, no, it's because we walk no. really freaking fast. Oh, okay, uh, valid point. I take valid giant point. steps. I don't we know are about crazy
2: you. power walkers.
4: Mine, probably. my most ridiculous booth is a conglomerate of a bunch of different booths that were located around the show floor. All of which, when you looked at them from a distance of like maybe fifty feet, was like, oh, there's some people playing Hearthstone over there. And then you get closer, and you're like, oh, no, this is some <laughs> random other game that they just ripped off Hearthstone. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of those.
3: Oh, man. Let's make a
2: card game online, guys. There was that one that ripped off, it was like direct Hearthstone gameplay and direct Mass Effect aesthetic. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I just like just jammed the two together.
4: There was one specifically that had like all the animations, all the artwork, and just like different
3: cards. That was the <laughs> one that Chad got like uh, pulled yeah. into playing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like funny. what the heck? Can I back up and add a third booth to the most ridiculous? No, is, is that a, okay? Yeah, it's just Never keep mind.
1: jumping
2: back forever. God.
1: Yeah. Okay. Can I go back to the first
3: question real quick?
1: <laughs> Whatever you what talk it? about, how dumb it is. What is it? What was the dumb booth?
3: Uh, push me, pull you excuse you
4: i like that booth oh
3: my gosh it was so weird and so ridiculous and it had a line all the time did you not play you push know, me pull you travis mm, you, maybe just imagine do you know cat like, dog human centipede oh sorry
0: oh cat my dog? gosh you know cat dog <laughs> i do you're going down a road
1: <laughs> no i like i like aaron's version better continue
4: so imagine cat dog except for the cat and the dog are two people so three, and people. then you're trying to get like a ball into an area, and you're versing another cat dog that's also two people, mm. and you're like using your your weird tubey body that's in between you two to push the ball around, and like just try to stretch around them and get them in the predicaments.
3: And this was a weird booth, or what? Just a weird. Aaron game? says it's ridiculous. It was a weird game because anytime you moved, it would make noises like skin sliding against wet you, skin. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Mm-hmm. And squeegeeing you across. play Mount Your, your yeah.
0: Have. yeah. 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 I think it was kinda like that in the uh, creepy factor. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. I that one does make some gross creepy. noises. Just gross. Like it's that word
3: in, or that, that, that booth encompassed everything that the word moist does for me. Like that's what that booth seemed like. Okay, oh, not like yes. that. Moist. Gross.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: oh, and man. now we lost all of our follower base. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
1: I liked it. be here all night. Yes. Okay, um, okay.
0: Go ahead, was
1: I'm moving on. We're, okay, next we're question. cutting this question. Okay. Cutting it off. Best. Cutting at the vein. Cutting best, the wrists. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness.
3: <laughs> best indie game. Best Indie Game, I got it out before you. What? Okay. Best Indie Game. <laughs> okay, great. Awesome. You show him, Travis. Travis, <laughs> you start
2: this time.
1: I'm going to start. Um, I have two. I know one's going to be repeated, so I'm going to go with the one that I don't think is going to be repeated and say Blade Ballet. Um, mm. I like that oh,
0: again. screw you. Yeah, <laughs> so. Yeah,
1: yeah. First in, boy. Uh, Blade Ballet is a four-player, multiplayer I don't know if it's only local, but I you really hope so like not. A f- where you spin like a, where you spin like a,
5: and uh, touch your
1: tip to them, and you and you touch your, <laughs> and you touch your tip. So there's like two controls in the game. Uh, besides moving, there's jump and rotate. And everyone has a special or whatever. And you have a sword kind of sticking straight out. Uh, so you can rotate and point the sword in different directions, and you have to touch the tip to someone else and, uh, kill them like that and it was just such a fun game really quick rounds really interesting mechanics uh and pretty cool uh people around there and uh really enjoyed that game so check it out when it comes out and my other one I think... alex is gonna go say ahead. so go ahead
0: i feel like if you're into that type of game it'd be really fun yeah you... uh, i on the other hand I don't like those types of games but like honestly like that one was really well done if you enjoy you know many like the really quick rounds you know you can pick it up anybody can play it um mm-hmm. but i I'm... i want to put that out there because of my initial response to, to what travis said not only did you have an initial response
3: here on the cast but you had the same exact response after you me and alex got them playing you're like <laughs> some people probably like that game but that sucked <laughs> okay my great. my thing
1: is I really don't like the super smash bros type games and I would much rather play that kind of game the uh, blade mm. Blade ballet problem is I keep calling it blade symphony which is not blade ballet <laughs> those
0: are t- not a good game either they, have blades, both mm.
1: they both have blades and they're both really pretentious artsy things I guess so there's that all right uh, yeah
0: let's go Alex
4: uh, I'm gonna say my other one also, so that I don't say the other one.
0: <laughs> I, I saved it for that one you for Alex. last, to where like we'll just talk about that one. Yeah. All yep. right. Cool. Uh,
4: my second is Clang, which is it was another small like single screen, one person standing there, indie title. Um, but it was the rhythm game that was a platformer mm. also. Yeah, it had a really good look. It had really good music. The controls were pretty great.
3: I this one talked to that dev for like half of one second, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh, it's a rhythm platformer." I was like, "Hey, Alex!" Oh, oh that <laughs> game! Oh goodness, yeah.
4: Yeah, so pretty much like you have. Crap coming towards your character and in a rhythmic fashion and you like hit it away from you in a rhythmic fashion, but then you also like jump through levels at the same time or like jump to different platforms to avoid giant lasers and stuff like that. Yeah. Very left brain, right brain kind of rub your tummy and pat your head type deal.
1: But also like do a rhythm yeah, platformer.
0: You're sitting right next to me and I still try almost heard rub your tongue and tap your head. You don't do that? Nope, I don't... All right, Aaron, what was your favorite indie game?
3: Uh, I had two. One was for basically just uniqueness, and the other was for kind of like a, bringing me back to sort of like old-schoolness. Um, I really enjoyed The Mean Greens. Nice. Um, Specifically, not because it was like something new or something unique, but because it made me feel like I was playing games back in like 2002. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this feels mm-hmm. so great, except way better graphics. And it was an absolute blast because it was very much um, not just team deathmatch. And there were actually things you were trying to do. And those things were based entirely off of the map, at least on a couple of the ones I played, especially the one with the kitchen where you try to push the cup over where everybody is, um, whatever that term when is, the- when you're sliding down a rope. Repelling? in or spawning? Repelling, thank you. It's kind of like repelling, but you're... Zipline? I don't know. Ziplining. Yes, sir. Yeah. So uh, I really explain enjoy what the game one. is real quick because you haven't said it. Um, The game is essentially, if you remember playing with uh, little army men when you were younger, the green and the tan army men, essentially that's what it is, except you're a little army man and you're playing in a small little world and there are several different uh, worlds with different objectives. There's a couple that are team deathmatch or 1v1v1. And then there are some where you just kind of it's objective-ish gaming and you very much have to interact with the environment which I really enjoyed that that aspect mm-hmm. of it. In fact, I think a couple people I didn't get to play it, but I think a couple people played uh the version where you're in a fish tank. Yep. And gravity changes, which I don't know that I would like, but I like the idea that they they did that. We're like, oh, let's let's do this.
2: My
4: favorite map.
3: Yeah. It was
1: hard. It was hard to get used to the physics in that after playing one previously. Yeah. Uh, the only
2: problem I have with the fish tank is that the other maps that have water, you die if you go mm-hmm. in the water. Yeah. And <laughs> the fish tank,
3: you're just submerged in the fish tank. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah.
3: Maybe it's the difference between like regular water and purely distilled water. Well, the mm-hmm.
1: way I imagined it was that when you jump into water on a non-water map, you're in the water, you don't die but you can't get out so your your life is technically over but when there's enough people <laughs> down there you actually have people to fight so you have things to do. Oh. Yeah. What if when you fell into the birthday bash one you just ended up in a fight? <laughs> um, oh. so my only problem with that game is a lot of the maps were uh kind of tunnels where you had one way to walk and yeah. you, you couldn't really go around like the counter the counter level was you know, you walk along the counter in a, a horseshoe shape and you can't really go the other way. There's no two paths.
3: And uh, not a lot kind of, of verticality either. Yeah, it's no. just
1: literally kind of one level. Uh, yeah, that Same with the uh, the train around the Christmas tree. When you're on the train, yeah. you just yeah. walk down the train. Mm-hmm. That was the only problem I had with that game. Otherwise, it would be uh, one of my Yo, top two. All
0: I know is that I was sitting there playing and I killed around six to 12 people. In one life. It was dope.
3: Yeah. That's
2: pretty dope. Oh my gosh. I like the small areas in that game because of, you know, you like a Toy Soldier. Yeah. So the areas you walk along are going to be small. Yeah. We and have to
4: pause for a second. Why? Because I'm looking through Vive games on Steam and I just found cat lateral damage with Vive support.
3: Oh yes. my gosh. <laughs> gosh. No.
2: <laughs> How great is the Vive? Should I buy one now? Should i just wait? oh my gosh you should
4: try it don't buy it right now
0: <laughs> come, come over later uh continuing on um uh, my, i'm gonna take next hold on hold oh on. Wait, wait 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 you I have got my one second more. one i'm so sorry yeah just I my just second one i up. had
3: two uh the other game wow. that i was gonna mention that i thought was amazing um specifically for design and uniqueness was pedestrian and i don't know if anyone else in this group played it i think it was I just me and brock brock and i um wonderfully designed game very interesting concept essentially what you are is you are the 2d guy that exists on pedestrian signs like you know pedestrian walking signs and the world like you you know like you're you're navigating through these signs and there will be several signs on a wall and you kind of rearrange them and they'll have doors and ladders and then you have to link the doors and ladders to get through the puzzle to get to the end door right but the world is also Everything else is like a three dimensional, normally rendered world. So you're like looking, you know, you start um, inside of a subway, and you eventually make yourself your, your way out to the street sign, and you're on this, you're on the, the the stoplight, and then you're down on the person walking sign. Incredibly unique, and I still feel like they spent way too much time rendering the world beyond where you play the game. But I felt like that's what made the game so immersive.
1: So it was a hmm. puzzle platformer.
3: Yes, essentially. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. All based on street signs though. I don't know how to, it it was just really cool. And I, but I'm a big puzzle game guy. So I don't know. Did you play the co-op puzzle game with the cubes? No, I didn't get to do it. You told me about it and I was very Death excited about it. You would really like it, I think. That was what was it called? Game. Death Squared. Yes. Good job. Thank you. Um I guess we'll move on to the next person. Who's next, Chad?
0: Awesome. I'm gonna go next because I know Caleb had... yeah. Uh, so... (laughs) I have, um, it's real quick, but I have three that I actually really enjoyed. Um... One is just, like, real quick... Uh, Ultimate Chicken Horse. (laughs) Just because like I, I was kind of like by myself walking around and I just walked up to this booth not knowing what I was getting myself into. And then it was just like a, you know, screw your neighbor um, platformer where you start placing like spikes in different areas. And then like you, you build your platform uh, all together, all four of you. And then you try to get through it. But the catch is you don't want to get like you don't want your neighbor to get through. You just want to get through. Uh, you only score points that way. If all four of you get through, nobody gets points. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, and I don't know, did you guys even get a chance to play it, or did you just like kind of see it? saw. I saw, it. It.
1: Oh, I saw it. it. I didn't play it. I played it.
0: Yeah, because I mean, the platforming was also kind of good too. Like it wasn't like your typical, you know, really bad uh, controls platformer. Um, I, it didn't feel like Super Meat Boy, but it was still, like, real tight with the controls, in my opinion. Um, Another one that I really enjoyed was Just Shapes and Beats. That one was really cool. Alex and I got to play that. Uh, you basically are a little shape- and there are beats playing that you're, like, dodging through, kind of. There's, like, pixels across, going across the screen. Um, and there's, like, you know, a lot of dub, dubstep theme type stuff going on. And it's it's really cool. I If, you know, if you're into uh, really good music in your games and kind of just, like, playing through and being able to jam out, kind of like a Electronic Super Joy, uh, I would check that one out uh, when it comes out. Um, and then my last one would be anamorphine just because of the like the people at the booth were so chill but then also it was just like such a i felt like i was on crack for the first time in my entire life uh that game was so trippy but at the same time like i could totally see myself just exploring that world um there's really no way to describe the game nope. other than you just walk around a, wor- a world and like stuff changes around you that's that's all i can describe it as did
3: you hear her
0: describe what was
3: going on in the game uh i i was there for a little bit i i lost track of what she was saying she was talking about the per- like the main character in the game is um in the midst of trauma from some like life threatening illness and their yeah. way to cope was to escape and that's what the game is about. And it was incredibly trippy because I kind of agree with you. It was a weird game because you have no idea what you're doing. There's no objective. And you're kind of just walking around. But at the same time, you're like freaking eyes are glued to the TV. And you're like, what? what is next? Oh. You're like, what? Yeah, exactly. Oh, what
1: is next? Oh. Nice.
3: Yeah. It, was a weird, it was a weird, weird, weird game.
0: And with that, I believe Caleb, you are now up.
2: Uh, my favorite game, indie game, was Dragoon, mm. which is weird to say because it's a board game. But Aaron and me and was you were you there, you
3: there Alex? Mm-hmm. Was it you?
2: Okay, so us three, we played this game called Dragoon. Chad, did you hear about this? You know what it is? No. It's a board game really, where I you don't play matter. as dragons. <laughs> oh, Travis, you're here, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's a game where you play as dragons, and you're trying to get all of the gold. So you can, like, destroy towns or make them pay you tribute, or you can steal gold from the other dragons' caves. It's, it was really fun. Just a blast. I
3: have already played it with both Mom and A. Both who oh, really yeah? enjoyed the game. Yeah. Good. yeah. And
4: Go I know you bought
3: it. I tried not to do my typical where I talk things up way too much and then everybody's like, yeah, that really wasn't good. Like Oblivion and Caleb <laughs> um, or Interstellar and Caleb or pretty much any movie that I enjoy and Caleb. Um, so, you know, I tried not to talk it up to them and I, I play it and they're like, oh, man, that was actually a lot of fun. And it's two player. And the expansion sounds absolutely legit. Yeah, the expansion sound really cool. So, I'm really sad that no one mentioned, and I feel like we're all thinking it, due process. Well, it's because it's we all have that in our list of yep. favorite I games. Literally I literally went
1: first with one because I didn't know everyone was going to have 80 million. <laughs>
5: oh, man. <laughs> There's
1: a lot of good games at PAX, This man. was probably yeah, my yeah. favorite game year of PAX of the last three. Um, yeah the panels were meh but the games were on point uh real quick before we do that another honorable mention two more just real quick cuz no one mentioned it what was the <laughs> the little light box uh emitter game board game
0: oh i know what you're talking oh, about the lantern the name of yes the... there's a kickstarter it for
1: it i'm looking for it right now i do not see it it might be ah shit basically what happened oh the lark lamp yep lark lamp so 11 days for the The Kickstarter, if you haven't uh, seen it yet, go check out their Kickstarter. But what it is is a little lamp you put on your desk or your your table or whatever, and you put little panels in it that emit light, and the light that is landing on the desk or the table is the board that you play on. And I think the guy is developing it as a a gaming system, so he's developing different games for the lamp, uh, which is freaking sweet because if I bought a... I don't know how much it is, but if I bought this thing, I'd want different games to play with it. I wouldn't want just one static game. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I just thought that was such a cool dynamic way to do that. And I really hope he does some cool games with that. Uh, And another game was. OVO, O-V-I-V-O, which was that black and white platformer game where you're just like a a dot and you can change colors uh, and, you know, it's it's just a, a like a gravity platformer, uh, really cool game. Pretty cool people there. I uh, don't care enough about it to actually
3: talk about it, but it was a cool game. Any other honorable mentions from anyone? Nope. Um, just, just Death Squared, which mm-hmm. we talked about very briefly I will, as a four person co op.
4: Yeah, I would put that on there too. Actually, I will game.
3: S- That's all it really gives you. I will also mention, uh, even though you have this already, Stick Bold, which was an absolute blast to play. Um Dodgeball game and blast brawl, which no one mentioned, but I feel oh, like yeah, all blast of us ball. had an absolute blast brawl two electric boot blast, no pun intended. yes, thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: someone' talking about due process God dang it
3: okay let's due process. Is let's a good just game. start with the fact that the coolest <laughs> part about that game was when you were in line waiting, you could watch both teams playing on the top down map that they had on the big screen. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was that not was even cool. watching any of the people playing the game. I wasn't looking at the screens. I didn't care. Be- Before
1: anyone starts talking about why this game was cool, I'll explain what the game is so people aren't lost listening Good to call. this. <laughs> uh, and I wish that happened to every single game, but it didn't. So the game is pretty much a um, Rainbow Siege game, not AAA though, uh, where every map is randomized. All the terrorists, for lack of a better term, the defenders' weapons and ammo and grenades and all that stuff is randomized uh, throughout the the three rounds. And the attackers have a set amount of things, like uh, one riot shield, one explosive, eight guns or whatever. And if you use it and die, you do not have that gun anymore. So it's kind of... And the defenders can actually pick them up and use them. So you do three rounds attacker, three rounds defender, and if you run out of, you know, shields and grenades and explosives by the third round of attacker, you don't have that anymore. And before each round, there's like a planning period where you see the map top down, you can draw on the map and just kind of figure out your strategy, and it's just a freaking cool game, freaking cool, guys. I wish it was a little bit more polished... I would be okay with it in that... No, Well, I mean, like, the the shooting was a little bit stiff, the uh, the running,
3: the movement. <laughs> mm-hmm. when he I'm okay was with des- the art style. When he was describing, he was like, yeah, we were working on this, and this is, like, our, you know, version from two years ago. And they were like, how are we going to crouch? And nobody really cared that much, so we just lowered the entire body until you were crouched. So your legs hang to the bottom of the map. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's absolutely great. Yep, so we played... One we thing, played it in the
1: pre-alpha state, the, and it was all, like, no textures on anything. Uh, no animations on anything. It was kind of no.
2: really basic, but it was really fun to play anyway. One thing Travis didn't mention that I think is really cool, the, when you draw on the map, when you enter the game in first person, mode, you can see yeah. where people have drawn on the ground and on the walls. And I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah. And it's always funny to see the people that aren't in a group. They're just
1: drawing penises on the map. And then we get <laughs> yeah. in there and we draw penises in the map. But we also kind of <laughs> come up with a strategy. I, I feel like we did pretty good. We played against some uh, uh, reviewers. Or what are they called? Press, I guess. Yeah,
3: we played against some press people. Yeah, were, yeah, it was yeah press. so that was,
1: that was just fun. Good group of people developing that game.
3: Um Wreck them. Them. yeah. Speaking of the drawing of things on the map, do you remember the guy who posted his uh, SoundCloud or
2: Twitter? Yeah. I don't even
3: remember. <laughs> he wrote
2: sound his yeah, SoundCloud. Yeah, SoundCloud.
3: Dude's like, wow, wow. Not even his game. Just here you go, free advertising. Thanks, man. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> it was a, it was a cool cool experience. Yeah, I'm excited to see where that goes, but I'm. 100% sure that I'm going to forget about that game before it comes out, sadly. <laughs> we'll remind you. Yeah, don't worry. It's on a list. Don't worry. Okay, next question. Or Are we done with this? What we, what we got?
0: Best panel. Best panel.
1: Who's starting? Because whoever starts is going to take
4: mine.
3: I'll go. Well, go, Alex. I haven't started.
4: Um, I really like... You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really liked the storytime with Jonathan Blow. I really liked all of his ideas on game design and how he would sit there and take like a single level of some random platform or indie game and just break down every element of it and how it was designed and why it was brilliant. And then he talked about he is also the guy that made The Witness, which is what I consider to be probably the best puzzle game that I've ever played. Great game and he went up on stage and was like, all right, here's Steven's Sausage Roll. Is it Steven? Steven, Steven Sausage Roll. Steven's Sausage Which, Rolls. And no he's roll, like, this bad. is probably the best puzzle game ever made. And I was like, oh, dude, <laughs> your game though. <laughs> you made a puzzle game.
3: I, it took you like seven years to make. I really enjoyed watching you trying to beat the first level on Steven Sausage Roll.
4: Oh my god. I was like so tired that night. I was so done with that game. That game is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say it's the best platformer? Puzzle game, dude. It's not platformer.
1: I don't... Dude, I was in another plane. (laughs) All you do is you're
4: you're a kid and you got a fork that's sticking out in front of you and you can rotate around an axis and you can move uh, to squares adjacent from you and you've got these giant sausages and you've got grill plates and the map is usually constructed in such a way that you have to try to figure out how you're gonna roll this sausage on both sides of it on the grill without? <laughs> <Caleb launches laughs> yeah, he just launched it <laughs> without um, without burning it. Because uh, if you roll it on the side that's already been on the grill, it burns, and then you lose. And you have to get both sausages cooked all the way around. It's mm-hmm. so hard. I'm sorry, that's the stupidest thing. I've ever heard. <laughs> Yo, that
0: puzzle is hard. Oh, that's all you okay, need can
1: you play it on uh, your? your vive
5: no then what's the Mm -hmm. point
3: well i could you can play anything you You can play in that yeah you can play that uh virtual desktop version of the Mm -hmm. vive where you're like staring at an infinite desktop oh my gosh that's just weird that's the stupidest thing all
0: right chad alex any other games picture game idea but
4: maybe somebody else had that maybe
0: yep Mm, okay uh so mine was once again i'm biased the gears of war 4 panel just because of the fact that like, yours has never had a huge ESL um, presence at all, uh, and I don't believe that it'll have a significant one, like a, a one that's compa- in comparison to League of Legends or Dota. But and I'm really mad that I just put that in that order, and I'm <laughs> forgive me. Yeah, it's shame supposed on you. To be Dota then League. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. But anyways, Who, why is no um, one speaking
1: right now? Because this person is dead to me. <laughs> oh. Let's move on.
0: No, continue. continue. So anyways, there's there's the, uh, the whole thing. Travis and I sat through some of uh, the tournament that was put on for Gears of War Ultimate Edition. And what ends up happening in casting for Gears is because of the spectating mode. Uh, And how you have to hit, like, right bumper and left bumper really fast to get, like, to cycle through all the players. You're jumping from their screen, like, constantly, like, uh, this player to this player to this player to this player. It's really jarring for the audience to see uh, what's going on with the competition. Uh, So what they've done is they're implementing different casting modes uh, for Gears of War 4 which I think is really cool because there's the nameplates on uh, the left and the right side where you can hover over the character that you want to watch uh, and select them. And once you select them, that's when it jumps to that player. Meanwhile, when they're in a shotgun battle or something, you can hold right bumper down and then let go, and it'll jump to the player that you're focused on uh, across the map. To where say like you're looking at uh, the Locust member who's kind of getting red because of the damage, but you want to know what the COG member has for damage. Uh, and you never usually were used to able to see this, you just kind of had to stick with one person and and watch them and then switch back uh, to somebody else later on. Uh, but now you can jump back and forth in the, in the fight to see who's like kind of winning it, uh, which is really cool uh, in my opinion. And it really makes me want to get into competitive play again, because for those of you who don't know, I used to be really big into competitive play, Gears of War, uh, back when game battles was relevant. So, uh, there was that one, and then, of course, pitch your game idea. Caleb? Um...
2: So I like Jonathan Blow a lot. I think he did a really good job. Um... There was no panel that really shined, I think. Jonathan Blow and the... the called? Narrative Trash and Triumphs panels were both really good. The Narrative Trash and Triumphs, they talked about games that um, people don't really view in the best light, usually. I think they talked about Final Fantasy X, um, Sonic 2, Sonic Adventure 2, and Resident Evil, like the original game and they talked about why they think their stories are actually really good interesting it was interesting to hear people's perspectives on that hmm. i
3: wish i would have gone to that one now
2: it was cool i liked it dick didn't really seem to care for it much Travis. Else stupid.
1: Is uh, like i said panels this year were not very good from what i saw uh, the one I did like was a picture game idea, but I'm sure we're going to talk about that at the end. Unless you want to talk about it now.
0: You talk about uh,
1: it. The pitch your game idea is where you go and you pitch your game idea, uh, in front of a panel of three people that are supposed to just kind of rip on you. And the way they, they introed it was, they, they said, if you have something that's near and dear to your heart, do not pitch it because they will be making fun of you. And I, I went into this thinking it's either going to be really really good, or really really lame, and I am happy to report it was really really lame, and that was amazing. Yeah. Um
5: <laughs> And most
1: of the most of the things were just terrible ideas, but one of them was freaking amazing. Um, and the guy just goes up to the mic and says, "So as you all know, uh, Windows 10 can support 24 mice or however many mice I don't know." <laughs> and so everyone's just like, okay, where's he going with this This is the stupidest thing and so he just leans down on the mic and says so obviously Three-way octopus battle and the crowd erupts. <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> and then they're, they're all saying yeah, you're going to the next round. Your, your game is gonna pass this round and then he just runs out the door He's like I gotta go
5: was <laughs> So <laughs> <The guy, laughs>
1: And the guy a, on stage
4: was like, "I've never seen this happen before."
1: Yeah, who, who, who was that masked man? Was my favorite <laughs> thing. Um, oh, yeah, but uh,
4: the other ideas were one of the
1: guys had really good phrasing. That's the only reason he, why he won. Um, the littlest man, the loneliest oh, man, gosh. or though no, the uh the, the littlest man. man, the littlest man. I think it was the
3: littlest man. Yeah,
1: but you're not the yeah, littlest man. And he was just kept saying stuff like that.
3: <laughs> and it was a double. Like, it was like, "How do you wrap up a level?" Well. You- you get done with the level and then you're like, you have different items and it's like the littlest man can fit in a cupboard. The littlest man can fit in a hat. Yep. So just... he
1: won, which he obviously wouldn't have won if Octopus Guy was still there. Uh, But it was just, it was so lame <laughs> I... and so cringeworthy that I loved it. Mm-hmm.
3: Ugh. There was a good mixture of people who were like, kind of pitching game ideas and they just were just run over. Mm-hmm. And then people who were just pitching trash and the the devs loved it. And the girl they had from the duo the duo, the music duo. Um she the and the main oh, yeah. yeah. thank you, the double clicks. She and the main guy with his laugh made that panel. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I just I like your hair. I'm
0: really like I, I'm haunted because I want to know what the mechanics are. Like, what's the goal? A way, like eight. Three-way? I mean, 3 three-way octopus battle. Like, what is the goal? Is it only land? Is it is it? What's well, the land? point of having <laughs> twenty four multiplayer 24? only?
1: Twenty four mice. Yeah. What is the point? Well, yeah, you have to get a bunch <laughs> of USB hubs, and just gather get a bunch of friends. Oh well, Chad, I don't have
3: that problem, but um, <laughs> okay, I I, th- I think my favorite game. Um, uh, suggestion during that panel was at the very beginning the guy goes, alright, just be conscious of who you're around. Obviously, we're not going to be upset about language, but don't say anything that's going to offend everybody. Alright, you serve first. And he goes, alright, so my game idea is called Burn, Baby, Burn. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a nurse the, in a maternity ward. The way he started that. Babies coming to- yeah, the way like- he
1: started it was, <laughs> so as you all know, everyone in America sucks. And everyone <laughs> yeah. at packs suck. So my game idea is called Burn Baby Burn.
5: <laughs> it
1: was so good. Oh. Um, and then there was another one where your ticks running up someone's leg trying to get to the balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that got second place. So what's that called? Something scrotum? Something like that. I don't it know. It was like
4: Bite Scott Scrotum or something
3: like
0: that. Bite Scott Scrotum yeah oh man (laughs) wasn't that like a board game yeah i don't know it
1: wasn't a good idea it was a
4: 3d board game set in a virtual world
3: um do you mind if i go next yeah go ahead okay i had to obviously i really enjoyed the one that i would have never gone to had it not been who was it chad's suggestion
0: you're welcome thank you chad
3: we're going to pitch your game idea um that one tied for me with the Quiplash uh, panel that they did. Even you know though, what? I totally forgot about that one.
0: I, it was, it was, it was I went
3: into... Oh, see, for me, it was amazing. I went into... Uh, so for those of you who don't know, Jackbox Games, they make a game called Quiplash. Essentially what it is is you get a question, you get a prompt, and you answer the prompt, and then everybody in the game gets to vote. It's typically up to about eight people, and then there's, like, audience members. But in the normal version of the game, audience members account for one total vote. And I I think I'm correct about that. I actually haven't gone back to play the game again to confirm, but anybody confirm that audience is worth one vote? No idea. I think that's correct. I think the audience is worth one in the normal game. But they were playing Quiplash XL. So in this version, there were over 1,200 people voting because everybody in the audience was voting
0: and and on on Twitch yeah. probably as well so it's like not only people heat like with us but also like the internet was voting
3: yeah and so it was kind of like uh you had the audience at this point had become the people who decided whether or not the person's answer was the best which i love that because then their votes didn't count for anything and so when people had answers that they thought as as devs were funny the audience was like, "Nah," and we just vote for somebody else. And I love that. And I thought that was great. Uh, go do the best answers real quick. I don't. I don't know. I can't remember the best answers. There were so many good answers in that game. My favorite part about it, I think, was how underwhelming and overwhelming Jet's answers were. Jet being Jeff. <laughs> how do you from- know if a ninja's behind you? You f- don't. <laughs>
1: The girl at the panel, the only good answer she ever had besides oh. the the like meme answers, besides that, mm-hmm. uh there was a uh, question who was the forgotten uh member of the signer. Constitution or whatever. Yeah, it's signer, signer of, the, of the Declaration of Independence. There you go. And then she wrote a woman. And <laughs> the I think that was like a hundred percent to zero or something yeah. very very close. There were
0: only like There was probably like yeah, 80 there, people. That
1: it was like 96
4: to 4% or something like that. Yep. Yeah, it, it was it awesome.
1: Was, it was glorious. Yeah. All of other crap was
4: four people were like freaking women.
3: Yeah. <laughs> freaking women.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know what? I
3: totally forgot about that panel. I really enjoyed it. It it could have been really stupid it was all right. and they did a good job of making it not stupid. The one thing I hated about that panel was the clapping during the song? Oh my god! Yep, that, that was so dumb. They
0: they needed to do the moaning like that. Guy that was said. Just weird.
4: Moaning.
0: <laughs> like, we, Did you just like, yell moaning? We, <laughs> it was like, can, can we do anything else other than clapping or snapping or Stop waving? And then the guy just like to our to our left was just like moaning because like you can't. You know, what could have happened is like, the, you know, but the person great.
1: running the panel could have actually said anything during that time, besides clap,
5: yeah, he could
0: have done yeah. his freaking okay, so job. so my biggest issue with the cl- Quiplash panel was the fact that, like, I went in there thinking, alright, this is going to be hilarious, it's Quiplash, like, everybody makes comments about that, but, like, I, I was just kind of sitting there watching, like, the Quiplash play out, but the panel wasn't doing anything, like, they were kind of just, like, every once in a while, they'd make a quirk about their answer but Mm -hmm. then the rest of the time they were like quiet and i was just like i mean okay so i laughed at the answers that's what i was there for but i feel like the people putting on the show should have done a little bit more like the pitcher idea where they just blew it up like where you could have
1: gotten that same experience if you're watching on twitch pretty much
5: Mm
0: -hmm. yeah Yeah, pretty much
1: we've got three
4: more questions
3: Well, then maybe for the next one, we just give the most cringeworthy or worst, and we don't even give an explanation. Worst what? What? Worst panel. Worst panel. Is that actually the the question? Worst panel that Jake John took you to or the most cringeworthy.
4: I'm going to say the worst panel was 404-ing it, and I don't even think it was necessarily the worst panel, but it was definitely most disappointing because last year was amazing.
0: Okay, so it was it was yeah. as bad mm-hmm. as I thought it was. Yep. Okay, I cool. agree that was my worst panel. Travis and I watched Yeah, out. my worst I panel noticed.
1: was um <laughs> what was the the D&D the Acquisitions Incorporated. Oh. N- really? Not because like again, not because it was the worst panel, but because it was so disappointing and I hyped it up so much this year. I was like, yeah. "Oh, you got to come, you got to come check this out." And it just was And then I did. Yeah, and it just was a huge letdown. (laughs) It was alright, but you know it wasn't as I'll never
4: know if it could have been better because that's the only one I've seen. Mm -hmm. And now that's the level of quality I'm expecting. Or you could just watch online because they're all online. Nope. Alright. Nope. Fair
1: enough.
3: I enjoyed watching the one from two thousand fifteen and I was disappointed at first that I didn't go to the one this year because they'd capped the line before I got there. But so the way that there was still
4: like plenty of space in yeah, that theater because the they, they everyone
1: kept walking out cuz it was so bad. The way they normally <laughs> do it is they have a DM and they have three normal people and then a guest. Uh but they they swapped it up this year for some reason and they had the DM be a player and a player be the DM and the DM is like a professional like the, Chris Perkins or something like that. That's what he does.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and for some reason they just ruined it. <sighs> It wasn't as that's funny, and it wasn't as good of a story because people just made up their own crap, and it was just a huge letdown. So, that's too bad.
4: Yeah, there was like twenty five seats next to me, and nobody ever sat in them. Like nobody walked out. It was just empty.
3: <laughs> wow. Did anybody not answer on most cringeworthy panel or worst panel? Caleb, did you give an answer? Me.
2: I don't know. Four it wasn't very good, but that's the only one that I really didn't yep. enjoy I think of
3: whoever said it just wasn't as good as last year was that you Alex or Travis yeah. whoever that was I we both said that yeah but specifically about 404ing it, it was Alex <laughs> right mm-hmm. that was completely my assessment last year was so hilarious I laughed mm-hmm. the whole panel and I remember at one point the girl on the panel for 404ing it was showing videos and I looked around and everybody's on their phone nobody's laughing <laughs> everybody's just kind of like what is sh-
0: she showed anime music videos
1: yeah. that were like? Terrible. I don't understand why she thought that'd be funny, good, or interesting.
0: It wasn't even like they weren't even good AMVs. They were just really cringy, bad AM like ones that she watched alone in her bedroom when she was like <laughs> sixteen and wanted to show us like she was quote unquote cool and in style when it was never cool or in style i'm sorry I'm this was the girl with a
1: really no.
3: annoying laugh though right <laughs> um no was it the <laughs> laugh not something? No, no unless that, that was the girl from 404 that's what we're talking was about that's
0: what a we're a really talking about laugh.
3: oh wait or, sorry yeah thank you thank you thank okay quiplash was the other one it was it was the girl, girl that, with a, a chat really freaking annoying it was the girl that brock really likes and i can't remember her name he likes her. Yeah. Have you she heard does, her laugh? She does these. uh She's got this YouTube channel where she makes weapons from games and then has people try them out.
0: Hopefully, she doesn't laugh.
4: Brock's weird. Yeah,
3: Brock watches some crazy stings. I'll, I'll ask him what her name is. It's like,
4: I made nin- the
1: gun from Call of Duty. I made it by rubbing $1,400 together and then giving it to a cashier and buying the gun. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, anyway, next question. Yes, good? next
3: question. What is the next question, it's Chad? Past midnight. Guys, I am sleepy.
0: Special invites. I don't know what this is. Real means, quick, can I, I, can, I can I
1: take a take a step back and do a little bit of fourth wall breaking? You break, um, the sure, walls. break the fourth wall. Break the fourth wall. Break the ninth break wall. Break them walls. Uh I had an exam tonight, which turned out to be in this not a simulation quiz, but a uh citizenship test or whatever. What? Right. Sure the test that citizens take right sure. and so me and my dad are sitting there for some reason we're gonna drink some fireball because it seems like a good idea oh, <laughs> my mom my, are you gonna sip no, it well we we're gonna sip it yeah and so my mom uh is sitting there across the table from my dad and she's like I really think you need to stop drinking You you kind of seem like an alcoholic to my to my dad and then I'm just sitting there like holding this this like half full cup of Fireball whiskey and I'm just like can I drink this? And so I drink mine and then I drink his and he's like you're about to go take a take a final and I'm like yeah and so I pour more and then I drink that and then go take my <laughs> final. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I I want you to know I would not be a citizen right now if this was uh, a real thing.
5: <laughs> Carry of
1: those tests are actually really hard anyways there some of the questions are like what is the ocean to the east and some of the questions are like who is the guy that defected to england in the civil war or some bullshit like that and i'm like what? ron paul <laughs> yeah so carry on i think we're on the last question um
3: we actually have two questions special we can make them we can make them quick i think I, the only thing i meant on special invites was did anybody did anybody get into any closed betas or anything like that that was not freely handed out during you know like your time at different booths
0: i'll begin no
3: i got a sick stick bold key
4: yeah you did you're welcome after packs <laughs> and i didn't get it you did you're welcome
0: I take it. Uh, I take it. Nobody else did either. Am I the
4: only one who got some weird? Invites? I because I got I two. got a, I... I got a sick meta dev Orion skin from Buraholo. Oh, yeah, the again, same one from last year. Same one from last year.
0: I don't know. I'm sitting here with uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven first assault no, keys. No, seven writers <laughs> of Icarus keys. No, nope. seven dirty bomb keys. So is that a nope. special invite? I got
3: challenged by the dev of Stickbold on a 1v1 and we ended up playing four players and I 3-0'd everyone which was a blast and never ever 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 would I do that again because I'm not good at games like that. I think it was just the adrenaline and the fact that she was like, where are your friends at? I was like, uh, they're on their way. No, they're not. I'll challenge you 1v1. Like, what? what? One and one then me- you just got really yeah, mad. Yeah, and then I just got super like adrenaline rush and I beat her and then she literally gave me the game and four other keys to whatever like random games. I like, Okay, this will work. But Dude, I also this will work. Yeah, I also That's my a, favorite phrase. <laughs> I also this will work. I also Thank played you. a game. Um, I can't remember the name of it. All. I have a card in my bag. I forgot to pick it up. Uh, it was like a little puzzle game. Does anybody remember playing the Incredible Machine when they were younger? Yes. Yeah, man. Okay, this game was just like the Incredible Machine, but just massively updated graphics and made by a French guy. Uh, and I happened to pick the hardest puzzle by accident to try out. And he comes over and he's like, I'm not going to try this because I'm terrible. And I was terrible at that game where you try French accents. But he essentially said, uh, you know, this is the hardest one. If you, I've had people come over here and play it for 30 minutes and couldn't figure it out. So Brock and I are standing there. We beat it in like 12 or 13 minutes. And he walks over and he's like, here's my personal card. Send me an email. I'll put you in on the alpha, beta, whatever, whatever it was called at the time. Alpha, beta. No, you nailed it. Yep.
4: Also, in that story,
3: Brock is Alex. Wait, that was you? <laughs> I thought it was Brock. <laughs> Why was it you? Yeah,
1: everything he just said, but... We were just, it was identity safe. Yeah. <laughs> it was really evolves. you? For
3: some reason, yeah, I thought that's... it was Brock. Oh, because I played pedestrian with Brock. Never mind. Thank you. Brock was oh, Alex right. in that version. That I and I brought it. Brock back to try and solve it, and he couldn't figure it out. That's what happened. Yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> Brock's stupid. He's so dumb.
1: Oh my god, dumb dumb.
0: Sweet. All right. Well, those were some awesome special invites. Last but not least. <laughs> Great well, bit, that guys. was fun, folks. All right. We're gonna, we're gonna go to the best moments, uh, and to- I will start oh, us off. Man, Wait, go for it. I'm done. Oh, I was just gonna say my that was all of my best moment
3: was was I was reminded of it at 9:05 p.m. today, which is 10:05 p.m. Eastern time, and I got a text message from Travis that just said. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh God! And all I could think about when I saw that text message was when we were at the oh, taco shop, and the girl no. decided to bypass the line. And I think I have to tell yes, the story. you tell it. You were even. You weren't even. No, there. I don't even like, need you to were be there. there
0: but, but you weren't even listening
3: there. to you tell it. Makes me laugh.
0: All right. So it was. It was funny. And Travis, you can inter interject if you want to correct me, but we were standing in line this taco shop was the smallest restaurant I've ever seen in my entire life. We're talking, like, you step in and you are the line. Like, there is nobody else that's fitting in there. But, I mean, that's exaggerating. But still. So we had to wait outside. And this girl comes up after there's already, like, four of us in line. And she, like, goes right, like, walking right past Travis. His initial response is, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at she- this okay at this point i'm like i'm
1: totally getting in i got i got my in i just need to finish strong get that number
0: all right so wow. she turns around and goes oh are you in line and- and at this
1: point i was like oh sh-. <laughs> i blew it <laughs> carry
5: on
0: uh so basically what ends up happening is uh Travis kind of like stumbles over his words for a couple seconds and then goes yeah we're in line and then she well she like she like goes no no no, seriously are you in line and then Travis is like yeah we're in line and she goes f this I'm going somewhere else to which I died because I feel like Travis just seeks those moments just to destroy them. It was the best, the best thing I, I see, saw all weekend. The games had nothing on that.
1: So, <laughs> the most amazing part about that is we get our group of 14 people through that line and a group of five people after us, and I'm still standing there waiting for my food, and who walks up? But whoa, 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 girl, she called in her order, got her food before me, and walks out.
0: What? Oh my gosh, I didn't
1: know yep. that happened. <laughs> What? You didn't see that? Yeah, that happened.
4: That's the reason why I was confusing the two stories because uh, it's the same girl. Oh my gosh! That's what was great. the other girl? The one that was the same one. Yeah. Walked up the first time
3: Alex was
4: confused. <laughs> the story. <laughs> that's what "same girl"
3: means. Whoa. It's the same one. Was
0: that was that the only best that moment that you mean? had, Aaron?
3: uh if i think it just stood out because the whole time i was at pax this year like you know the last last year as well i was looking for another smug face moment
2: oh,
3: no. and because that that like defined that pax like we none, we, we talked about that it must have been a
1: really bad pax <laughs> it was just so
3: comical
0: well, and we tried to get the whole there is no money in the bank thing. Oh my going, gosh. yes!
3: a few like seconds. Is that even money no mo- safe? It would be much better if Brock was here because he's so good yeah. at it.
0: Call him up. Get him in here real quick. Yeah,
3: hold on a second. I made a- him. <laughs> I'm glad that one's also related I, to me. Yeah, <laughs> Just for the record.
2: <laughs>
1: so I think a little backstory, we were playing a game that's like apples and apples where the black card or the cards against humanity, where the black card is uh, accent, like Southern. Australian, Indian. I think this one that he did was Irish, I want to say. It like, was
0: the game it was not German. The game is called
1: yeah. utter nonsense. Wow. Anyway, so I think we had Irish and so what you have to do is play a card with it, with a phrase or something written on it and you have to say that phrase in that accent. Um, and so for Irish uh, uh, Caleb put down a card something 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 there is no money in the safe. And he said, "There is no money in this safe." And Brock just <laughs> dies laughing. He's like, "No, that was true." It was,
2: it was French. French. That I was oh, trying to, yeah, do. yeah.
1: Uh... And you, you ruined that game. But then you know...
0: Brock, like after dying, laughing, just yells at the top of his his lungs. Like I'm pretty sure he lost his voice because of this. Yeah, and he's just like, yeah. "There is no money in the safe."
1: My favorite and one that great. Brock did was the. Uh, there was a giving birth oh, accent no. and he just at the top of his lungs in the middle of like this really really crowded uh, gaming area at pax just yells something about a uh, cleveland steamer yes. top of, <laughs> as loud as he can and everyone playing a board game just stops what they're doing <laughs> looks directly at him for maybe like 10 seconds and then goes about what they were doing Brockus, it was the most amazing thing he has no shame no it's it's
3: great you know what i loved about that game is you really realized how racist you are and how like profiling of a person you can be
0: and how every accent somehow turns into german well for some people unless you're alex and it turns into indian yeah no well what i figured
1: and the indian card came out and i was the judge (laughs) (laughs) no trust me
3: mine's way better that was terrible
1: I feel like if it's Asian, it turns into Indian. If it's European, it turns into German. If it's American, it turns into, like, Southern. Pretty much no matter.
0: Yeah, you know. I, I can see that.
1: I feel like all those are
0: Any safeties. more best moments? Let's go, Alex, best moment.
1: Okay, I have
4: three.
0: Whoa. Oh, ready? Whoa, uh, I'm no. ready. Hold on, hold me, on. Wait,
1: hold on. Let me prepare.
4: Nobody's ready, apparently. We don't really have to talk too long about all of them. Okay, but, okay. okay, go. Are you going to quick fire? First like? one.
3: Okay, all right, go ahead.
4: First one is that moment in uh, I was sitting in some panel and I turned around and Drew Scanlon from Dragon Bomb was staring directly into my eyes like three rows <laughs> back. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> okay, no, no, no. I got to explain because I looked and made eye contact with him like three different times because I was like, I know that guy from somewhere. And then I looked at like after that, I was like, oh, crap. He thinks I'm just straight staring at him, which I was. <laughs> and then like I turned to Alex, like, but I like made sure that my like Alex's head was in front of his head to where he couldn't see me anymore. And I was like, yo, look behind you. Which I don't really know why I was whispering because we were so far ahead that I could have just been like, yo, look behind you. But I I like whispered it. And then, yeah. Perfect. Perfect.
4: So, yeah, that was super exciting. Uh, My second moment was uh, playing Anamorphine and the scene where the scene around you shifts into like a picture. When as you turn and then you're like in a room suddenly instead of being outdoors. That was like messing with my head. And then you didn't, that part specifically didn't they say that was just
3: like that's gonna be um, VR ready yeah
0: oh Oh, yeah and in the the picture section i don't know alex if you heard this but that is actually like those are the moments uh in the life and so that'll like that'll happen after every like quote-unquote chapter or checkpoint or or Hmm. part of the game
4: weird Uh, and my third one was when cassie all of a sudden got super bossy when we were playing death squared
0: Oh my god she did (laughs) i wasn't there for that oh man we were
4: trying to freaking finish this level and all of a sudden she took control and started telling exactly what to do to every single person and i was like oh my goodness we're getting intense wow (laughs) that is all
0: cool i have one uh actually two so my first one was uh i was alone on i think this was sunday and uh steel series was doing a qr code thing where you go and, like, scan your QR code. And uh, talking to people around the floor, I had figured out that, um, and and a lot of us have figured out, that if you scanned it with your phone and you had an 8, like an 8 appeared, uh, then you lost. And so I went, and uh, and also the QR code came from the um, swag bags. And so I went back to the swag bag table probably mm, good four to six times and got uh, a ton of swag bags. Uh, And there was also... The one time I went with Travis and got two instead of one at that point. So I had probably like, I don't know, seven swag bags at the end of that day. So that was a pretty cool moment just because I was not being too great. And then the second moment was I went through the Gears of War booth probably four times. Which was pretty cool because I wanted to get a feel for Gears of War. Um... And the third time through, I carried my team hard, and the dev was actually watching me play. Uh, and at the end, he was like, yo, why didn't you just, like, carry, yo? And I was like, I tried, man. He's like, you can only do what you can do. And then I came back the fourth time, and when I was getting, in, like, onto the console, uh, the dev looks at me and goes, hey, be gentle. And I was just like, yo, the dev knows me, and he knows I'm good. So, success.
3: Okay, I think I officially have mine now. My best moment. Which was also my worst moment. When Travis took us to that terrible restaurant. Uh, And while we were at said terrible restaurant, we all had a waitress. By the way, this terrible restaurant is called Dick's Last Resort. Mm -hmm. Where they're just terribly mean to you. And Caleb's hat happened to say, they made these little hats for everyone that were just perfect insults for the person that you are. And I think Caleb's fit the best and was the most funny and his essentially said two inches away from being a woman which i sent to my mom wow
0: <laughs> i just want to interject and say that restaurant was terrible and i made a mistake of ordering a 30 dollars drink yes yeah, you did wait you what yeah a 30
1: mar- margarita <laughs> <That> margarita <laughs> that
2: was 30
0: bucks
1: Dosecchi's margarita margarita crap! 30 dollars <laughs> i mean a 20 dollar Ribs.
0: I had fish and thing? chips, which was sixteen dollars, and I had a drink that was thirty, and then I gave her a ten dollar tip. Yeah, ding 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 In total, ding. Winner! I this, spent this part of that $60. night sixty dollars. I hate you. My Travis. problem with
1: that. Well, okay. Did I tell you to
4: order a thirty dollar
1: margarita? No. Um, to be fair, it my... was
4: the size of like multiple margaritas, and margaritas yeah. are kind of expensive. So yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. My, it, it my my problem fault, with that. That was stupid.
1: Yeah, my problem with that is the group had zero amount of energy left. That was after <laughs> the last day of PAX. Yep. And also with how long the table was and how many people we had, we we at our end could not hear the waitress. So it like the entire illusion that she was being mean was broken. Yeah. She was just kinda talking.
0: <laughs> she was just kinda talking.
1: Uh but Brock uh hit on a fifteen year old and then was hit on by a sixty <laughs> year old. So that was cool. In a matter Wait. of like ten yeah. seconds, yes. Yeah. So the birthday girl in the table behind us uh was fifteen years old, and Brock finds that out by talking to her and not actually asking her age, but her mom sitting right next to her says she's fifteen, but I'm not
5: <laughs>
2: oh, so, oh, my
1: gosh. What? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Brock. Nice. You go, buddy. Yes. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> you go, boy. Oh, uh, God.
4: It was priceless.
1: Sorry, yeah. Uh, Caleb,
2: do you do yours? I are we just
3: don't going know. Oh, great, Caleb. Mine's like...
1: super simple. All like, right. we We've gone through all the, the other good parts. So yeah
2: we've gone through all the good parts of packs my
1: my favorite part that we haven't talked about yet was a the, like the very first game of uh, yeah the very first game in packs the first day um maybe the second game but we go to the story time with Mr. Blow uh me and Aaron and we can't get in so Mr. we leave Blow. yeah so we leave no we could get in we just decided not to for some reason we leave and we go to the floor we go to the indie booth and the second game we play is a game called Headlander, and we sit down. There's only one controller. Aaron starts playing it, and it's just like a normal 2D platformer. We thought until you learn that your head launches off your body, and I think at that moment we were just like, "What the? F-? Yeah, because <laughs> you're just a head flying around." Okay. And at the end of the demo, uh, you can like put your head on different robots' bodies, and uh, you can be like a little cleaning robot from Star Wars. Right, and take control of that, and pretty much you're just the head unit, and you attach to different things. And the last last part of the demo is you have to get off the space station, right? But the uh, skate pod is full, so what do you do? You launch your head attached to the the freaking <laughs> escape pod, and then flop this <laughs> skate pod around. <laughs> and it's just literally your head attached to a skate pod, and you're like looking around, like what?
3: Yeah, and just kind and of was, like smiling.
1: Yeah, it was it was just a really fun like, what the hell is going on?
3: It. Experience. It really was year, or surprise for surprise of the year. It really was for a second. This is a 2D platformer, and then you and I like looked at each other after I accidentally launched yeah. my head. And <laughs> then really for like, me, what? Yeah, that was like nuts. And then for me, the the craziest part was when you fly over to another guy and they have a head on, and you're like, "Nope, let me turn on my vacuum and <laughs> suck your head off so I can attach my head to your body." <laughs> So you just run around the map as a little head? or you flying around, vacuuming uh, the heads of other robots off
1: so you can attach your head to them? Yeah, that game looked like I would never play it, but just that fifteen minutes of that game was more than enough for me. Gross. Do you yes.
0: remember when we were waiting for Mirage and we like walked over to that one booth that had nobody mm, at it? Yeah, I sat down and started playing that game for like three seconds stood back up after mashing the quit button and the guy just goes thanks for playing dude
1: that makes me feel like such
5: shit
1: (laughs) oh i didn't i feel like i didn't give it enough time maybe it gets better <laughs> I don't even yeah. remember the name of this game. I won't say where it packs. It no, was it was it was an just animal so bad
0: with the guitar. You could choo- I think it was I, bunnies with guitars. Yeah, you could choose your guitar skin. But the I think the funniest moment was when you saw I was smashing the quit, and you just I just tore I literally off. walk
1: away. I'm like, well, <laughs> this game is stupid.
0: So I walk away, and I just hear
1: out of the back of my like <laughs> back of earshot or whatever it's called. Hey, thanks for playing. And I was like, oh god, no. That's so sad. I wanted to go back and like pat the guy like, I'm sorry you made a sh** game, buddy. I'm sorry you wasted the last five years of your life, and probably (laughs) the 20 years of your future on this game, because, let's be real.
5: Speaking of
0: wasting our lives... Wait, wait, Aaron, did you have something to say? Yes,
3: so to highlight being trash to devs, but not on purpose, Brock and I got into a conversation about how we're both absolutely terrible when it comes to communicating dev- to devs about games we don't like. Oh shit! Yeah. So <laughs> one time we were playing, he was playing Pedestrian, and he beat the game, and he goes, "Yeah, your game is really easy," and then just walked away. <laughs> and, then, and then another time, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember who I was walking with, but we were walking by some booths. And this guy like reaches out and he wants to hand me a coin and he goes, you want to try out our game? And I was like, uh, and he goes, it's a mixture between a rhythmic dungeon crawler and a turn-based RPG. And I was like, oh, well, no then. And then just started walking away. (laughs) His face went from like, just super excited to just complete, just utter sadness.
4: You literally said, what's the game like? And then he told you the short description and you're like, oh, well, no then. And walked away. I
5: didn't even need it. <laughs> that was so bad. Oh man. oh crap.
3: This week's podcast was produced by me, Aaron Juno, moderated and edited by Chad McCausland. Other voices this week included Alex McCausland, Caleb Juno, and Travis Eubanks. This week's music was produced by Andrew Real, or as some know him, Midia. You can check him out at soundcloud.com forward slash Midia or on Spotify. That's M-I-D-I-A, Midia. And last but not least, The Forecast was brought to you by Reclaim Industrial a small but amazing community of makers, fabricators, and designers based out of Ashburn, Virginia. You can check them out at www.reclaimindustrial.com. That's industrial with an E. Reveal your canvas, showcase your design, make it handmade. Reclaim Industrial. Until next time, this has been The Forecast.